This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Rabotai, we are continuing our series on technology on Shabbat, and I want to discuss today the halachot of motion sensors, particularly when somebody is walking in the street and a motion sensor uh, uh, turns on. However, with this halacha, it's going to... Uh, it's going to overlap into many other areas. For example, when you walk into an alar- an alarm in a place where there's an alarm system and a bunch of writing goes on the wall, or if you go into a stairway that the lights turn on, or a bathroom that the lights turn on, or a bathroom where there's automatic flush, all of that is going to be pertinent to this discussion. And one case is not necessarily like the other case. So I want to discuss what would be the halachic uh, background to what would be the main point to differentiate on what, what, what scenario would be allowed and not allowed. This is very important. I know a lot of people, they, they um, attempted to explain this and it, they don't explain it fully and people get confused. So I'll do my best based on what we spoke about to give an explanation that could, uh, that could resonate with us. We mentioned already in our first parts of the series that, that the foundation of melachot on Shabbat is, is melechet machshevet, intent, and wanting for it to happen, that is when somebody violates a melech on Shabbat. And therefore, when somebody has a davar she'enu mitkaven, which means he's not intending that the action should happen, even though it happens, but since it's not for sure going to happen, so I don't connect the result to my action. I disconnect them. However, when it's for sure going to happen, that's called a psikreshe, I connect it once again. And then we said, okay, but let's say the action's for sure going to happen, but I don't want it to happen. Or I don't care if it's going to happen. Psikreshe de lo ichpatle, or de lo nichale. Then, although it's for sure going to happen, we explained that it's not something that I want necessarily to happen, so I don't connect it to my action. And since my action didn't think about it, so I don't put two, two, two together. Once I understand this, let's go to a motion sensor. When I'm walking by, when I'm walking by in the street, and there's a light that goes on, I don't care about it, I don't want it to happen, and if it is actually helping me, maybe I shouldn't pass by there. So, but I'm talking about in a case where there's enough light or I don't want it or I'm not going to think about benefiting from it. That would be a case of even though it's for sure going to happen, but I don't want it to happen. Furthermore, the great Gedolea Poskim, Sfaradim and Ashkenazim across the board, all understood that it's allowed because of the following principle. When I am passing by, that that it happens, I can't connect it to my action. The poskim Rav, uh, Rav, Rav, uh, Rav Orbach and, uh, and Rav, 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 um, Rav Yosef and Yabi Omer, they, they all give an example of a uh, explanation of the Rajba regarding trapping a deer that's in the house. You know you're not allowed to trap animals on Shabbat, correct? That's why you can't lock your child in the room. No, I'm just, that's, there is a similarity. We'll discuss it another time. So 
if you have if you have a deer that's stuck in the house and you're walking out, you want to walk outside. So what happens if you open the door? The deer is going to run out. So you close the door. You're trapping. You're trapping. But the halacha is is that when you trap in such a way, the Rashba says, "I just care about closing the door." Everybody asks on the Rashba, "What do you mean you just care about closing the door? You're trapping the deer, and it's for sure going to happen." Nobody understands really what the Rashba is talking about. But the explanation, according to what we're saying, makes more sense. I am closing the door because I want to leave the house. There is a dual action of the deer being trapped that I might want even, that I might want. But since my action is is being mitiaches, is being attributed to closing the door, I'm able to disconnect the actions. And therefore, by the camera, my action is walking. And I will give you a simple proof to this. When I walk, walk outside the street, there's a bunch of satellites that are following me up in, the, up, up in, up in space. They, there are satellites. You're going to tell me every time I'm not allowed to walk in the street on Shabbat? The answer is, is that you can't connect what's going on over there to me because it's so far removed. Rav Osner proves this in Shevet Alevi Chelek Tet and in Shevet Alevi Chelek Yud uh, from, from an explanation of the Chavot Da'at Chavodat was the great commentary in, uh, of the Netivot in the laws of uh, Yoredea that, that he explains over there that when there's going to be such an insignificant action that you can't connect to me, that's not called Mechid Hashem. Even though I know it's going to happen and it might be it's good for me to happen, I can't, I'm not going to be able to connect it to me. I also wrote about this regarding, uh, regarding my Rosh Hashiva, which Rav Tziku Shalevsky Shlita says regarding when you walk, when you walk by uh, an area where you're going to smell Avodah Zarah. So the Ran in Masechet Psachim, the Chafei Amudbet, says that since I'm able to close my nose, even though I don't close my nose, it's something that happens automatically. A Psikresha de Memela. Psikresha de Memela. What does that mean? That means that I am walking. The fact that I might be, I, I, that, that I have to smell it. I don't necessarily have to smell it so I can disconnect the action. So wherever you could say, getting back to our point, wherever you could say, when I'm walking and I'm not connecting the action and I don't want it to happen, then it's allowed. And therefore, the Puskim unanimously, Yorchot Shabbat, Perek Esrim Veshesh, writes in, in Hiram Memdal, it writes from all the Puskim that they allowed it. But here is going to make a difference. And let's go into details. And if I'm going to walk inside a room where automatically the lights go on and I wanted that to happen, like a stairwell, that's a serious issue. People ask me, so they, 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 they rent an apartment and they found out that it's automated lights. That's a more serious issue. Because what happens is, is that I want the lights to go on and it's dark at night and I can't see where I'm going and the lights help me. That's a problem. If there's lights already and these lights don't make so much of a difference, that's when you have to discuss what, 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 what's the possible solutions. But if it's totally dark, that's going to be more of an issue. When you're walking into a house where there's an alarm system and the alarm system is off, but it says this door is open, this door is closed, we're going to discuss whether writing on a screen on Shabbat is deoraita or dirabanan. But that's a very big question on its own. But... The fact is, is that I don't care what's going on over there. It doesn't make any difference to me. Sometimes you walk into an, uh, into a place where these little LED lights that can flicker on. That makes no difference to me and I don't care about it. We disconnect my action to the result. The same thing too with the bathrooms. If the bathrooms you're going into, it's light outside and the lights are going to turn on and I don't really care, 
that might be okay. If it's going to be totally dark and you're going in there, that's going to be an issue and you have to figure that out. But I just, uh, I, I might speak about this in the future, but regard, regarding the toilet flush anyways, that's, that's for sure, like if you sat on a toilet and you, what you're supposed to do now, you're, you're able to get up because that's already not a, that's already a grama, even though you want it to, you want it to happen, that's already a grama, it's kavod abiriyut. We'll discuss that at a separate, a separate time why it's allowed. But I think this is, this is the basic, um, the, the basic viewpoint of cameras, even if they're recording, and recording on a screen, according to some, is under, they understand, it's like you're making a picture on Shabbat. There's, there's whatever rays that you are intercepting when you pass by, and a screen is being made. So some hold, I'm just walking, I don't care what's happening, like we mentioned. Others say, but you're making a picture. But if you don't care that you're making a picture, and for the security right now, it doesn't make a difference to you. So that would be okay. But if you care and you want it, uh, you want yourself to be recorded or whatever else, you want your bar mitzvah uh, ceremony to be recorded on Shabbat. So that's more of an issue because every time you're intercepting the cameras, you are making pictures that you want for it to happen. Somebody recently asked me, what about recording nature outside his house and then watching it after Shabbat? That I don't necessarily see a problem because it's the animals doing it. And as far as I know, animals are not obligated in Shabbat. So therefore, they're just, uh, you know, they're not your animals. They're, they're just walking around. So that I wouldn't see a problem. But recording your bar mitzvah, you are intending on doing it. You are intending on intercepting. That's going to be more of an issue. So that's where it's going to depend whether your intention, you want it to happen or not. Chazaku baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.